Good morning. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, uh, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Now, today is Thursday, the 28th of September, and we're closing out the, the, the trading month. Let's say it's been a very bearish month. It, it often is in September. Um, so these markets have... Uh, have come through very much in line with expectation with a lot. Let's just say that there's an awful lot bubbling away in the background uh, in these markets, which unfortunately for now are all relatively bearish in nature. So we would probably expect this bearish move to continue into October at this stage. So let's break it down for you in a little bit more detail. And um, we'll of course start with our risk warning. Take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. So just as a, a brief um, introduction, all traders, they need to consider a ser series of very important elements to trading financial markets. So the first one is trade selection. Which trades should you be focusing on? Um, and why are you focusing on those trades? So that's an important consideration to make. Then you're looking at your levels in terms of entry and exits. How do we manage risk? Um, that's predefining exactly how much capital you're committing to a trade and uh, accepting that, that risk at the point of entry. And that helps you with the trade psychology as we go through these markets as well. And then trade management, which is the process we're in at the moment in terms of trying to maximize and book in as much profit as we can in our current um, profitable trades. Okay, so we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms, and we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, disciplined with our capital, uh, accurate with the levels we use as well as important, and uh, the, the, the necessity to be patient, not just in terms of entry, but like we're experiencing now with profit taking. You know, we're, we're continuing to see these markets make new lows. So really, we want, to, we want to encourage that. We want to allow that to happen. We want to let our winners run in situations like this and see if we can maximize our returns as a result. Okay, great stuff. So let's break this down in terms of um, potential market moving news. So in the US, we're having this uh, government shutdown ticking away in the background. Um, we've been in this position many, many times before. The last time was 2018. Um, where we saw a, a partial shutdown for a period of time. Um, the market seems to broadly kind of overlook it, although it doesn't really help the overall sentiment. It does impact, you know, confidence a little bit more. Um, and it's a crazy situation to begin with uh, for the US to have to sort of navigate this this bump in the road every every small period of time, every year or two. Okay, so um, in addition, we've got difficulties coming out of China on a geopolitical basis. We've now got uh, Chinese authorities pulling pandas from um, from American zoos, so creating a bit of conflict. It obviously, has a has a, a, a significant impact on on tourism and uh, things of that nature. So it's a small little way in which the the Chinese can play this tip tip for tap game. So that's not that's not great. In addition, we've got um, some 
inflation numbers coming out. If you look at yesterday's uh, yesterday afternoon, nothing of any major concern. We had durable good orders coming in, you know, above expectations, but they're kind of minor news events. So we also had the crude crude oil inventories. They were coming in. The inventories are much less than expected, and what it's creating is this um, demand-driven supply reducing environment so we've got opec and opec plus and russia cutting restricting supply and we've got demand ticking higher so it's creating more um negative inventories number which is uh, quite positive for us oil and we're seeing us oil make new highs again now so we're we're inching up towards a hundred dollars um so german spanish uh inflation numbers that are due out today in fact very shortly we'll be hearing from the spanish flash cpi year on year numbers expecting an uptick um but this inflation picture can kind of swing both ways so we're gonna err on the side of caution i guess and then the market should be focusing on 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 growth us growth this is the final number so you got three versions of GDP. If you look in here, we've got um, advanced, preliminary, and final. So this is the final number. So we've already had two um, GDP numbers. And so that means that this is, <clears throat> most of the time we don't get a, a huge variation on this number, but we, we may get a couple of, um, couple of a few basis point moves potentially uh in the pipeline for this final gdp number so we're expecting a, a slight uptick in gdp what impact will that have on these markets will be another consideration and we do have jerome powell this little news event later on tonight we shouldn't sort of switch off and forget about it it, it could be potentially um quite eventful for markets they'll be watching very carefully and the only thing we have tomorrow is us uh, course PCE personal uh, consumption um, numbers coming through and uh, we're not seeing much growth on that side of things uh, we, we end the week with consumer sentiment so is sentiment going up or down if you look at the, the chart we've been on a bit of a bit of a bounce as inflation has come down sentiment has improved and now we're anticipating a number uh, relatively close to these highs perhaps we're coming off the peak a little bit but um you can see it's certainly better than it was this time last year that's for sure okay so that's just a little overview of the market moving news now let's see where we are with these markets you can see that there's, there's still an appetite for some downside moves um, and that's pretty much where we're at. So we're able to book in profit at these lows yesterday for the euro dollar. And we've not done a huge amount since we've taken profit. It does look like we're going to see some continuation. Same with the pound dollar, same with the, the, the pound yen. We kind of finished a little bit indecisively yesterday. Didn't really hugely get that, um, that explosive move that we were looking for but maybe that may arrive at our doorstep today, perhaps. So further downside, it is important to note when you look at markets like the S&P 500, that we do have really strong uh, support down at these lower levels. 
what it means is we can actually potentially look to book in more profit down at these lows with the expectation that we will maybe get below that level. I don't think this sell trade in these markets is, is over just yet. Same situation, we're still relatively bearish um, on the Dow. Our, our, our trades of choice really were the S&P and the NASDAQ and we had a nice impulsive move yesterday and then we had a strong pullback and now our bias is a little bit more to the downside but perhaps we can look to book in a bit more profit now this morning on the trade. So elsewhere, we've still got this sort of bearish aspect to these markets. We've not seen the DAX move that much just yet. Maybe these, uh, maybe these um, European inflation numbers feeding through will 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 perhaps add a little bit more downside. We are getting further momentum to the downside overnight uh, in the yen in the, the nikkei and bitcoin is really kind of a waste of space really um just moving sideways with a, with a with a lot of erratic price action there as well so moving on to commodities this is the uh we we took a chance really it was a calculated risk for a little bit of a corrective move because our, our strategy was always looking to buy at kind of a lower lower price but you can see that you know we had a bit of a shallow pullback off the highs and then we've kind of rallied exponentially and uh, yesterday's crude oil inventories certainly played a bit of a role so so far so good with these trades we also add in the complexity um when we look at these equity markets we can see that the the 10 year is really on on the rise um we still have a two year up at 5.12 we now have a, a 50 basis point differential between the 10 year and the two year so it's it's kind of narrowing um and but we are seeing some elevation on the the near term i'm sorry on the longer term um treasury yields um so that's really worrying uh, price down, yields up for for um, for the bond markets. And that this is adding more downside pressure on these equity markets as well. So we only reference bond markets just to see are we on the right side of the discussion. And uh, it looks for now as if we absolutely are. So it just means we can adopt perhaps a little bit more of a patient view perhaps in these equities. But we must acknowledge the um, the. We, yesterday we spoke about indecision, and I, I think that's fair enough um, when we look at the U.S. indices. Um, we had a, a really another really decent move to the downside. The dollar really began to strengthen. Uh, so this was a, a trade we were getting into at the nineteen thirteen, and we kind of missed the trade because we were. We were in sort of seven trades at the time, all profitable. We're in the, the euro dollar to the downside where we booked in profits down at these lows. We're still in the, the pound. Um, we're still in the pound dollar with uh, our take profit just below these these lows and um, the yen as well. We're looking to let try and let the yen um, you know, break this little 
lower period in here where you get long periods of sideways moving patterns and then you just get strong flush trades to the downside so let's see if we if this market follows through and we're still committed to the downside for these equity markets so we're gonna sort of manage these trades very carefully today and tomorrow the last well we have basically five trading periods before we close out the month so it's really uh risk off sorry risk off indices potential lower and dollar continuing to to weaken excuse me dollar continuing to strengthen quite considerably um and we've been able to book in profit on a few of these trades the dollar yen continuing its progress to the upside the dollar cad been very very disappointing but broadly due to the um the upside moves we've seen in US oil. So elsewhere, the dollar has been a roaring success, even further downside yesterday for the Aussie dollar. Not so much, we didn't really get a breakout on the on the New Zealand dollar, but the Aussie dollar, we did. Um, the Euro pound, we're in this little sideways pattern. And we're, we're slowly getting that kind of rollover trade to the downside for the, we'd rather be sellers of, of these markets. We might be able to add the, um, the Euro Yen if we kind of break, break these lows, we might look to get into that. It is a slightly longer term trade. It's not, it's not a short term view on, on this trade and gold. Um, we were talking yesterday. Do we want to get into the trade? And the answer was yes, but really we would like a bit of a pullback now at this stage. And uh, as you can see, there's just too much momentum uh, for the dollar right now. So we're going to have to, uh, I suppose, err on the side of caution. Okay, so where does that leave us with... Um, with our trade plan? So we've got... See, when we talk about risk on, we're really referring to is there an appetite for, for, for money moving to riskier assets, which are your, your, your stock, stock markets. Um, you, you'd struggle to say that we're, that we're in that sort of formal risk off trade. So mixed market conditions with a strong I think that, that's probably a better way to do it so yesterday we were interested in keeping options open we were in the process of kind of um going through the process of, of kind of maximizing our profits in those trades and going through how we do that so it was a useful session and it worked really really well because where we had our prices in terms of exiting those trades we still got these big big flush trades to the downside so leaving that window open in terms of maximizing your profits, all very, very important. Uh, so US, um, Weakness, right? We go with the big ones. Uh, dollar. Sorry. Let's do it this way. 
So USD strength, I think, is by far the US oil. strength and uh, gold weakness very much correlated to that strong dollar. So we are very conscious of this, these markets um, closing out and a bit of reconciliation beginning to perhaps kick in. Sorry, let me... Okay, so this is our trade plan. We've, we've broadly got quite mixed market conditions, I guess, right now, meaning we could easily get these equity markets rolling back to the upside, but there is a lot of negativity and we wanna try and stick with it if we can. So our, our objective is to try and stay in these trades, stay in these markets, but know that if they start to reverse, we wanna be booking in profits down at these significantly lower levels and then the next set of trades is to continue these markets in this direction. So the dollar, if we get a pullback to, to start buying the US dollar again, um, get into uh, US indices to the downside, the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones, the S&P 500. We're already in European uh, equity weakness, so we'll try and stick with that. And we've still got this yen trades you know, ticking along in the background, it looks like the euro yen and pound yen could potentially make strong moves to the downside again. And if so, we might get some intervention from the BOJ and that might turn into a significantly profitable trade in its own right. But we have to be patient with it right now. Okay, on that note, let's wrap it up for the session. We've got some, we've got a bit of a plan to try and follow. The details are there up on screen. So actually a little bit of a mixed market condition very similar to yesterday but we do have that strong dollar and that's going to probably take our focus um we're still in this higher rates for longer there's this realization there's this uh, sort of market sort of correction as a result of actually the fed are going to do what they've been saying rather than what the markets have been thinking which is uh that the Fed will pause and start to cut, but that doesn't seem like that's on the cards. So that realization is kicking in and a few people are beginning to run for cover now at this stage. And we're trying to capitalize on that, that psychology. So broadly risk off, but there is, I suppose, concern with that indice lower trade right now, but that may continue to materialize. Uh, that dollar strength is, is very real. Um, the U.S. bond yields pushing higher and we're getting uh, commodities rolling over to downside. If you look at gold, that's, um, that's selling off really quite aggressively. So that's the only trade we've kind of missed, really, is that gold trade selling below 19.13, if you look at our trade plan from a couple of days ago. Um, okay, so look, any questions, feel free to post them. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, we do trade these markets fully live and interactive every day from 8 a.m. for the European trading open and then we're back again at lunchtime for the us trading session so if you want to see what happens around these market opens and how we can position ourselves over the course of that trading session then do feel free to join us for more information just go to the great stuff guys on that note listen take care enjoy the rest of the morning and uh, we'll see those of you um in the other room now in just a few seconds bye for now